Hey, hey, habit thrivers. If you're ready to rock your next chapter, this is your place. It's time to live your most fit, fearless, and fabulous life. I believe that our daily habits and routines set the foundation for achieving our dream lives and help us find more passion and clarity with less doubt and uncertainty. So let's get cozy. Grab your planner and your favorite beverage and come along with me on this journey of reclaiming your passions and finding new ones along the way. Hey there, Habit Thrivers, and welcome to episode number 36 of Your Habit Thrive Podcast. And welcome to March. Now, before I head into our theme, which actually won't be just for March, it is going to be a spring theme as we move through March and through April and actually even into May. Now, before you click off of here, though, because you're you might be listening to this in another month of the year, let me assure you that you will find some interesting tidbits just in the idea of transitioning into a new season. So I'd love you to think about that, that um, every episode that we talk about principles related to Ayurveda, yoga, habits and routines, that they cross over and they serve us in whatever season of the year, season of our life that we are in. But I do love March. <laughs> I I really, and I think every every year, every time I dig into Ayurveda a little bit more, I become more aware. It means that I become more engaged, more engaged in the season, more engaged in the experience. And yes, I'm going to say it more engaged in life. So this is actually part of the, let's say goals of this podcast it has you looking for those little gems those little tidbits whether it's a habit or whether it's just an idea or a technique that comes up for you and it stays with you now the cool thing and we're going to be talking about this in this particular episode the first one in March we're going to talk about how that the transition in the spring happens perhaps now it's going to happen in different ways (laughs) depending on where you are and literally how much snow you have on the ground right now because it could be that you are actually anywhere in Canada or Ontario even it could be drastically different in terms of what's going on weather wise and certainly if you are in another country it is going to be different but we all have mm, a good percentage not everybody is going to have this Uh, seasonal change and I'm going to say even I've had this discussion when we've been in the Caribbean about uh, when it feels cold and when it feels warm and how even if there is no snow on the ground and there's not this huge seasonal change there are of course changes in habits and routines and changes in food that people eat and changes in even the exercise and the activities. So again, wherever you are, whatever time of the year this is, thinking about transitions and being in harmony with what's going on around you. So 
I am, though, going to speak from the fact that I am in Northern Ontario and there is some snow on the ground. And here's the thing. For March, it is one of the biggest months, I'm going to say, that we go up and down with the snow. So we could get a lot of snow in March. But the thing is, if we get a lot of snow in March, it is going to melt quickly. And this is where the elements of our relationship with nature and what's going on outside come into play. Because in March, we are moving into the Kappa season. So moving from Vata, from the winter, which is dry and cold and dark. And from an Ayurvedic perspective, for us in Northern Ontario, there is a Vata that carries over from, let's say, late fall to early winter. And then there is a late winter. So there's a little bit of a crossover here because in there is a portion of winter that is Kappa, that is earth and water and the heaviness and then we make this transition in early spring kind of late winter into this real sludge and uh, wetness and I'm gonna say gooiness and mucusy stuff even as we take what's going on outside in nature to our body so here's the thing. This is what I'd like you to think about as we move through this, um, this episode today, transitioning into the spring, is the concept of being prepared. So knowing year to year, season to season, how your body responds to, uh, to a seasonal change in, for that particular season. So first of all, this helps you actually have some of the equipment around, so to speak, to have some of the techniques that you have used as you've moved into a season. It's in your toolbox. They might be like kind of stuffed to the bottom of your toolbox, but you're bringing them out again. So it actually helps for a smoother, more enjoyable transition physically, mentally, emotionally into a new season. And when we are in this season and we are just, let's say, really feeling, I'll give the example of March, we're really feeling um, perhaps heavy and wet and mucousy and just not ourselves when we're thinking, my gosh, it's the spring, I should be excited. When you know that that is a situation for many people and it could be for yourself, you go, oh, I'm just being very kappa. I'm just being in the season. I am being with what's going on in the season already. And it actually makes you take an exhale. It makes you feel like this is normal. This makes sense in terms of the season. So this is what I want to continue to kind of dig into as we move through this episode. So the importance as we move into a new season of thinking ahead. This is habits and routines. It's Ayurveda because you're thinking ahead in terms of what's going on around you with the air, with uh, with the air, with the water, with the sky, with everything so that you are bringing that into your your wellness plan and then also knowing that and being aware of when you can make a change when you do something particular for your health or you do a technique in the spring and you feel better like happy dance right there 
So in general, so we're going to, again, dig through that a little bit. So you can be taking some notes in your journal. You can actually be walking around your house, like finding your neti pot, for example, right now, and your diffuser, those kind of things, right? So in March, it is it can be very optimistic. So that's the first thing I'm going to say about this particular seasonal change. And that is going to be very um, stand, let's say that's going to stand out a fair bit for those of you that find winter difficult. And there's a lot of people, depending on our health status, depending on how, let's say, challenging our winter is, depending on what happened through the course of the winter, it can be a very, very challenging time. Now, sometimes, and for myself, I'm going to say I enjoy winter. I for for a short time like I'm I don't want to have winter 12 months a year but I do like to ski and I do like to snowshoe and I like the wood burning fire places and I love and I love the food I love the the stews and the casseroles and the uh, the home baked bread I love all of that is part of winter but I also uh, enjoy that transition into spring. So as we move into spring, we are still holding on to that a little bit because again, it's still cool and we're still going to get some snow. The challenging part sometimes with March and sometimes April is that we have this light at the end of the tunnel. We are excited. We are feeling optimistic and then all of a sudden we get a huge dump of snow and we have and we kind of ride this roller coaster I'm going to say now when we expect it in the transition right for March it's actually easier and we also know it's going to melt and 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 go away and then we're going to transition into April but I'm always very conscious of being aware of the fact that I'm still enjoying that the sun is getting warmer, right? So you're enjoying the sun when it's out, you're drawing it all in, and it's not going to stay that way all the way through March and April. So that is very yogic, right? Where we are being in the moment, enjoying it, but not becoming too attached to that sun, for example, or that lack of snow because it is going to change. So acceptance and non-attachment, particularly in these months of, uh, in the spring. At the same time, like I say, it is. Uh, it feels very opening. It feels very, you want to raise your face up to the sun. And this is what we do physically in our body is the same way that the, the daffodils and the tulips are going to be coming up and sticking their heads out. Last year it was in March actually. Uh, it's usually in April here in Northern Ontario. So we're kind of kind of sticking our hands up a little bit, taking our, our eyes up and feeling that excitement. And then it's always sad when we look out the front window and we see the snow on top of the daffodils and, and the tulips, but we know it's going to potentially happen. So we go with the flow. We bring in our tools and our techniques of our, of our breath work and our meditation. And this is again how we bring the emotional and the mental and the 
and the physical together even. So physically, as you start to move into March, it is from a yoga perspective, we are working and playing with extending the body and opening the heart, working, actually moving forward out of our heart chakra, work in February and really feeling that openness. We start to work a little bit more on twists and rotations where we are squeezing and soaking. Thinking about a, like how you would ring out one of those, I'm going to say old-fashioned mops, right? You're ringing out the body and getting rid of the dirt and the sludge and what you see at your front door actually, right? When you come in this time of, of the year. So we are doing this in our homes and we are also doing this in our body so we are ringing out through um, I'm going to say deeper breathing even we focus on the inhalation a little bit more in the spring as we are opening and lifting the chest and opening the heart winter and fall a little bit more hunkering down a little bit more um, drawing inward and focusing on the exhalation So you can start to notice this, why you feel like you want to take a big breath in when you step out the door and you want to lift your face up to the sun. So that is the extension and that is the inhalation. So the other things to think about as you are preparing for this transition is you may want to, it because it might have gone away, your neti pot, you might have tucked your neti pot away, or your sinus rinse. I love the Neil Med, N-E-I-L-M-E-D, sinus rinse as well. This is great for the spring because for some of you, and this is not everybody, but if you have a higher percentage of kappa, K-A-P-H-A, which is, um, again, feel free to search that up. It's wonderful to do that dosha questionnaire through Chopra.com. So I I will, again, put that in the show notes that you have um, an awareness and an understanding of what your constitution is how you relate to the seasonal changes. So if you have, if you do this questionnaire and you have kappa, a higher percentage, it is your second, I'm going to say your first or second number, then you may be more prone to sinus colds and sinus issues, particularly in the spring, allergies, all of those things that your body is just really wanting to clear that sludge. Now, I'm Vata, but I noticed over the years that I would get sinus colds in uh, in the spring. Knock on wood, I have not had a sinus cold for years, but it had happened two or three years in a row and I made note of it. But then I put these techniques into place. I use the sinus rinse, I have to tell you, even as a yoga teacher, I cannot manage the neti pot as easy as I can manage the squeeze bottle with the sinus rinse. So that is in play. I have a diffuser. There are different actually blends and mixtures through doTERRA and through now and through Young Living. So I would recommend if you have a particular um, I call it a flavor of, uh, of essential oil, even a particular company, they will have a beautiful mix that you put in your diffuser or you do the tenting over your nose that helps to keep the sinuses clear for the spring. It's all that cleansing again. And remember, our nose is the number one cleanser in our body. So mouth closed, 
in and out or in particularly doesn't have to be out through your nose so you've got your neti pot you have your sinus rinse you have your um, your diffuser now if I do get a cold in the spring I have to say that I like oil pulling and that is when you take a tablespoon of coconut oil uh, you just put it in your mouth you don't gargle it swallow swallow it you just swish it around in there the recommendation is about 20 minutes I do anywhere from 5 to 10 minutes you're spitting it out in the garbage not the toilet afterwards I am a little hesitant to say that I agree with all of the benefits that it talks about uh, with oil pulling OIL it will say you will get brighter teeth you will or whiter teeth you will get fresher breath it will help with everything around your teeth I just like to do it when I just feel really mucousy and you just want to get that stuff out so I swoosh it around I might put it take the tablespoon and then make my bed and just get my clothes ready do all that kind of stuff and then spit it out in the garbage can now that is again if I'm feeling a little bit of extra might be I might have a cold actually but again it's been a while since that happened but I can feel a little bit mucousy so oil pulling neti potter sinus rinse diffuser getting outside as much as you can drawing the sun in drawing the fresh air in right now um, rotations and twists whether you're on the floor you can just do knee bends or uh, hip sways to the side you can do a standing rotation and that's all wonderful as well so you have again these techniques that are helping us that they will always cross over physically mentally and emotionally because physically as you extend your body wonderful for your posture but it also boosts your mood so the other part of moving into the spring is nutrition of course so I would suggest that you just start to think about lightening up a little bit from um, a food perspective and not necessarily from a food intake but the types of food so when you think about the winter again we are perhaps into as I mentioned the chilies and the stews and the casseroles and the creaminess and you might be enjoying your soups that are more creamy uh, chowdery that kind of thing so when you're thinking about clearing for the spring and cleansing then you can think about more broths so vegetable broths bone broths chicken broths um, you can be actually even heading towards you may not have a salad yet fully at lunch but you might not, not have let your salads go for the winter but just know that and I do though I tend to go more towards roasted vegetables and warm lunches but you just start to notice lightening up um, lemon water right if you haven't been doing your lemon water it's the ultimate cleanser and way that uh, we start our digestion in the morning so it's just a good reminder okay I'm gonna come back to my lemon water thinking of cleansing and detoxing and clearing and so that starts to come in you can even start to think about your clear teas your fennel tea things that actually will help with clearing and with our sinuses so they all um, mix again together with your diffuser and your sinus rinse and then thinking about as well your smoothies 
If you have let go of smoothies over the winter, and sometimes I do recommend that, depending, I definitely do not add ice and I don't have frozen fruit in my smoothies in the winter. And so sometimes they end up being almost room temperature, which I know sounds disgusting, but I cannot drink cold smoothies in the winter. Now, as we're moving, starting to move into the spring, smoothies are coming a little bit more uh, back into my awareness, and I'm starting to think about that. But here's the thing for the spring. If you find that you're already a little sinusy or mucusy, just watch the cow's milk, watch the yogurt, watch those foods again that can make you a little bit more mucusy. And so you might make your smoothies with coconut water or water and you just notice. Again, you just notice the difference. Uh, it's so fascinating, fascinating actually when you start to do this. And notice when things change. Right now, for example, when I just even recording this podcast, I realized that I have not taken an allergy medication and it's just, it was an over-the-counter like a Claritin for years. And that was my go-to every spring. I just had to always have them on hand and slowly over the course of the last few years, I have not had to take an allergy medication in the spring. So notice not just when things are, let's say, bad, notice when they're good and tie it to something that you've changed, a technique, a habit, a routine, something that you have consciously changed and then you see the result. And I would actually make note in a seasonal journal as well. So I have seasonal journals where I keep my self-care so that each season when I come back to, for example, in the fall, I have my fall journal. So I will go back to last year's fall journal and I'll see what I did and how I reacted. And oh yes, this is what I do in the fall. Because honest to goodness, I'm not going to say anything about menopause. I'm not going to go down that down that road. But yes, a huge part of our habits and routines is actually remembering what we have done, right? Remembering what has worked for us in the past. So writing it down and most importantly, making that connection between what you've done and how you feel, okay, how your body feels physically, mentally, emotionally. It's, it's amazing. All of these little things that stack up, again, as you move forward into this season, noticing that you have the power to make this an amazing season and that even if you get a sinus cold or your allergies come up, even then you know, oh, well actually this makes sense. This is where I am in the spring season. It makes you calm down. It makes you even notice that if you add a little bit more, you know, chicken broth or bone broth, you feel better and you get better faster. So this is the potential of this season. So I am so excited to be with you for March, April and May. Now May is a little bit different actually every month is different but for this uh, theme as we are moving through March it is absolutely going to be 
uh, transitioning. I'd love you to reach out to me in any way with any questions, any requests, any comments as we move through the spring together and my uh, my hope as well is I would like to bring I would uh, well like to bring some people on as well to interview uh, some nutritionists um, I'm also going to say yes I'm going to put it out there some decluttering experts for our homes that of course impact our mind as well so just to give you a little heads up of what's coming up for not just March but moving through the next couple of months so let's take a nice big breath in through your nose sweep your arms up and out to the side and bring them right up and take your face your eyes up to the sky if you're outside up to the ceiling if you're inside. Exhale, take your arms down. Feel like you are releasing and letting go of any sludge, any yuckiness that you just want to release out of your body again, physically, mentally, emotionally from the winter months. And draw all of that wonderful optimism, hope, sunshine, fresh air of the spring drawing it in on your inhalation. So you may want to do a couple more of those as I leave you for now. So have an awesome week and I look forward to getting together again same time, same place next week. Bye for now. If you love this episode, I guarantee you're going to love exploring all the amazing opportunities that await us in reclaiming our awesomeness together. So come on over to my Facebook group, Women's Wellness Community for Women Wanting to Rock Their Me Now Years, or let's connect over on Instagram at HabitGuru365 and make the Habit Guru podcast your healthy new habit.